This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down all the betting angles you need to put money in your wallet on the BetQL Audio Network. Iguodala will throw it for Adebayo. Spins and makes it home. It's in Lillard's hands. Lillard steps back and fires, comes up short, but you heard the whistle. It has been a, a fun night of basketball in Miami. Three-point lead, no timeouts. They're going to have to fling it down court. Adebayo guns it, broken up by Lillard. The buzzer sounds, and that will do it. Happy Friday, it's BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski and Chris Raji. Raji's back on a Friday after ditching us last week for 670, the score. He's going to slum it here on the BetQL Audio Network. Come on, <laughs> I, I, I want to be here, Joe. This is not slumming it. Okay, okay, this is... sure. I mean, maybe with sure. you a little bit, but whatever. Yes, it's fine. Uh, and we've got a lot to discuss, man. Jay Billis is going to come on in about 40 minutes to preview the weekend. That is Sweet 16. Basketball is going to be strange having the Elite Eight games Monday, Tuesday, but none of us are going to complain. Chuck Esposito, one of our favorite bookmakers from out in Las Vegas, will talk about the activity. It sounds like it's ramping up. People are getting the vaccine like, like us, and uh, they are ready to – We got the, the kids are on spring break next week, and every – one of our couple friends that also has kids, they're like, yeah, we're going to Texas. We're going to Florida. Oh, God. Like, I'm going I'm to stay away from those states for a little bit. Just like you give me a couple of months and then we can, you know, just yeah. just go, you know, hard at this stuff. Right. Uh, yep. But and, and so you got vaccinated. I got mine. I felt like crap for a day. We're, we're good to go. I'm just uh, and, and it is encouraging that everybody it's, it's ramping up. Right. Everybody's getting this done. Yeah, sounds like we're getting it. closer. So so hopefully it continues to move at this pace, maybe a little bit quicker and we can get back to some kind of normal soon. Well, not everybody. I'm still here. Uh, a, a lot of people that are like, oh, everybody else is getting it. So then I'm fine. OK, yeah. oh, you guys go get OK, it. if you're yeah. listening to this, please, for the love of God, go get vaccinated, please. Please. Thank you. We we would be very happy if you did that. Thank you. Uh, Jay Bill is here later in the hour. Chuck Esposito, as I mentioned, and Ryan McDonough, RGM, will be dropping by. He was on NBA TV yesterday covering the NBA trade deadline. A lot of movement, including uh, with the Bulls and some contenders, and some teams like the Raptors just decided, let's just keep Cal Lowry. We're not getting what we want. I'm Joe Ostrowski, at Joe0670 on Twitter. Chris Ranji, at Chris Ranji. Eli Herskovich, our executive producer. Board op, Jake Hassan, director. Dylan Burns in on graphics. Jake Galley, Eli Hershkovich, how how are you feeling this morning? Because uh, yesterday at this time you were, I guess I call it under the weather, but it's it's quite normal for people to be sick 
a day after getting the shot. He he's going twice, Ron. Oh. He's going twice, but he went the other day, and, and yesterday at this time he was feeling terrible. You, you feeling better, Eli? Is, is it more about the vaccine yesterday, or was it more about the presence of Ross Tucker? Both. I think both. I think <laughs> Ross's presence really like deterred me from my body feeling better. Really pushed me away. <laughs> From being on the show but does yeah just eli does he just abuse you kind yes. of physically oh. oh i'm sorry buddy physically yeah. <laughs> uh punching me a couple times a day virtually that sort of thing okay all right physically well you you sound recovered yeah That's are sweet. you good are yeah you good i feel better no? a little headache but overall pretty good That's and that good. was your first one right correct okay you, you'll by the next one you're going to be out for a week it's really okay, sweet that's not cool. I, you're not going to be I, out for a week. Like the three of us have all gotten at least one shot, right? Yeah. So I know they're worried about the optics. Am I a bad guy by saying, okay, why aren't these kids that were having live in Indiana for a month? Why have they not been vaccinated yet? Uh, I mean, it, no, it's I, just like, nobody's talking about it with any of the sports that I hear of. I'm like, right. Well, all of us are getting it done. Why isn't it? Well, Eli's in his twenties. Yeah. I, I figure if they get, I think the way they're looking at it is if Virginia Commonwealth is the only team that can't play, yeah. that's a success. Right. And it sounds, it sounds silly to, you know, say that, but with the way things are and have been for a year, if you only have one team, you know, have to dip out of the tournament, then I guess, hooray for us <laughs> but we're going to start the baseball season right and yeah last year there were a couple of teams that had to miss a bunch of games including the, t the team that you cover the, the st yeah. louis cardinals so I, I would people be up in arms really if if teams got vaccinated really i think you know what i think at this point um maybe last year would have been a different story because people were starved right. for sports but we've had it and now people are are selfish, I think, and and rightfully so. Like I I want the vaccine, I want to be vaccinated. So get yeah. it to me as quickly as possible. I think it's a little bit different now. I think people would probably be upset if sports teams jumped the line. Yeah, maybe I yeah, guess you, it's jumping the line. Most people I know have yeah. it. I, me too. Point. Me too. But yeah. but if you're having difficulty getting an appointment, and then here right. are all these teams getting maybe in, in a month, in a month, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say so. All right. Uh, welcome to BetQL Daily. We're here weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the Radio.com app, Radio.com Sports YouTube page, 1430 in Denver, 93.1 HD3 in Los Angeles. And Ron, starting this week, uh, we began airing the show on 105.9 FM HD2 in Chicago. The I heard about that. Yeah, so it's good stuff here. That's great. So, yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. Um what uh, did you have any big takeaways from NBA trade deadline? There was this like euphoria in Chicago About and Bruce? I was part of it. And it happened yeah. when I was on the air, I was going a little crazy, but I mean, it, I think it's great. I think it's pretty fascinating that there is a new regime here and they walk in and no, it's not, let's lose for a few years, tank, get a bunch of high draft picks. Then the pressure starts uh, to ramp up. And then we're really going to push our chips into the center of the table. They're going in right away. Yeah. And and the thing about this organization, this regime, is it is still so early in it. And and AK is 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 thought of so highly around the league and people locally in Chicago 
that we are not even close to being at that point yet where you yeah. start to criticize the stuff that he does. It, 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 this is, this is that phase where you think, okay, well, I trust him. He, he knows what he's doing. So mm-hmm. let him work, let the man work, let him, let him do his thing. Maybe in a couple of years, if it doesn't start to look like the arrows pointing the other direction, then we'll start to have some criticisms, but I, I, I can't be upset with what he's done. The, uh, I, I Orlando, I, the, the people who cover the oh, Orlando magic were surprised that deal happened. And, and, and I heard from a lot of people who thought that of all the guys who got traded, Vooch was probably the one that was going to stick around. So they were surprised that move happened. Uh, just like the rest of us in Orlando, they were shocked by that acquisition. And I think it's a really good one for the Bulls. And I look forward to seeing what he can do alongside Zach Levine. Yeah, with that happening in the morning, I was like, oh, what are we in store for? But the rest of it was pretty right. much expected of the names that moved, like Aaron Go- Gordon, Oladipo, Norman Powell. I guess the one surprise was Lowry and Lonzo uh, sticking with their clubs. We'll talk about that later on in the show with Ryan McDonough. The lead, obviously, Sweet 16. The wait is finally over. The games get going uh, tomorrow on Saturday, and uh, Eli's going to jump in uh, throughout here as we uh, go over these games in chronological order. And we start with the Loyola Ramblers and Oregon State Beavers going at it. Uh, point spread of seven this morning over at points bet. The total is it's a low one because of that great Loyola defense. It is at 125. The Ramblers have won 19 of their last 20 games. The only loss in there, an overtime uh, loss to Drake by one point. We know how great that defense is. I, it feels like they don't get enough credit for their efficiency on offense, probably because they're not one of the higher scoring teams, Ranji. Oregon State, right? Just, just a different team than what we saw the first couple months of the season. They lost to Portland. They lost to Portland, and now they have this five-game winning streak going on through the Pac-12 tournament and into the NCAAs, and these five wins all over, all against teams that are top 33 in Ken Palm. Yeah, and I really like Loyola to win this one outright. I don't like the seven. I think that's I think that's probably going to be a little bit high. Oregon State is covered in something like 12 of their last 13 games, so I think you're going to see that probably happen again here. Um, I do think Loyola wins this one. I think the defense is stifling enough to to make sure they move on to the next round, but I think it's going to be a lot closer. And probably what's happening here is because Loyola went to the final four a few years ago, there's a there's a sentimental, I think, vote here when it comes to them. And, and they won big um, already in this tournament. You think, all right, well, they've done this already. It's going to continue. They're going to continue mm-hmm. to win by seven, eight, nine, double digits, whatever it is. I just don't see that happening. I, but I do think people are thinking a lot about the Illinois game uh, when they when they're factoring in the lines for this. But I, I just don't think they win this one by seven or more. Hey, Eli, I wanted to get your thoughts on this matchup. And, and also this idea that I've heard thrown around. I heard uh, John Murray mention that Ed Salmon's at the Superbook, who works on a lot of their numbers, including college hoops. He thinks that this Loyola team is seven points better than the final four one. Do, do you see that significant gap? They're better th- uh, defensively, for sure. And they're more efficient offensively. My My issue with this team compared to that team was they had more, the team from a few years ago, four years ago, whatever it was, had more individual scoring on it where they could play ISO and get you a bucket. This Loyola team is, is very connected offensively. You have one of the best bigs 
in the country in Cam Crutwig, but they don't have that individual score that could take you on ISO, take you off the dribble and get to the rim. Defensively, yes. I would say offensively, just a little uh, more limited. Do you have a play on this game? No. I I agree with Chris that it's a little bit inflated. Yeah, but but you also ex- – would you be floored if Oregon State moves on as the 12th? No. I would say – actually, you know, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if Oregon State covered and kept this thing within a couple possessions. I would sure. be surprised if Loyola lost. If you go back to the Oregon State game against Oklahoma State in the round of 32, Oregon State, 35 free throw attempts. 35, 32 or 35 from the free throw line. Loyola given up the 10th lowest uh, scoring rate from the free throw line, so they don't give up a ton of free throws. I, I From that perspective, I would be kind of surprised because Oregon State relies on getting to the line so much. All Eli, right. yeah. I, I have one more question about this game. Uh, my understanding is you don't like Loyola, and I want to know why. <laughs> I, I, who said that? Who you're thinking know. of the ball. I, no, that's that's what I heard, that you're tired of, of the Ramblers. You want them to, to go away forever. I don't understand you know, that. That's I would never around. say such I don't a get thing. it. Yeah, I like the team. I, I covered that team from a few years back. So I have no hatred towards this team. Okay, Am good. I a little annoyed with Sister Jean? And this, I would say, <laughs> there hold it on. Is. I'm, I'm going to walk yeah, it back. I'm going to walk it back. I'm annoyed with the storyline. I'm not yeah. I'm not annoyed with her. You, you're you're annoyed with the constant camera cutaways right. during the game. Exactly. Popcorn, yeah. the fingers, all that stuff. That, the yeah. fingers. Like she had wage number one or whatever. It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> but she doesn't even believe it because she predicted that they're not going to make the title game. Right. I think she said they were going to lose at the Elite Eight. Yeah. She's got uh, Gonzaga Baylor going in her brackets. Oh, and then man. she's scouting Oregon too, apparently. So that's fun. And what, what's she... her scouting report on Oregon? It's a great question. She's Are coming you... on instead of Billis in, in 30 minutes. <laughs> she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, she pays I mean, attention. Right, she pays attention. That's a great way to put it. <laughs> well, no, I mean, <laughs> she's not just a figurehead. She she cares about the team, and she's yes. she's involved. There are prop bets on her prayer. If are the stats going to be mentioned? Oh my gosh, I think the, they uh, will. Be. And, and you know what? She's probably gonna. She knows, and she's gonna put a bet down through somebody else. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna." It's a good thing they're playing on. Sa- good thing they're playing on Saturday. It's not Sunday because I would not be going against Loyola in this spot. Oh, absolutely Sunday. not. Yeah, I, I think they win. Oregon State could cover. It's not a game I have. A, I have a great feel for the second game of, the, of Saturday is Baylor and Villanova. This line has been moving up throughout the week a little bit. Uh, it was six and a half. Now we're up to seven and a half. The total has gone up as well. Uh, the Bears. Number one in the country, three-point shooting percentage. And then you got Villanova. They they will let you shoot from the outside. Uh, Nova's path has been Winthrop and North Texas. And nothing against them. Hey, you're in the Sweet 16. Congratulations to you. Without Colin Gillespie, co-Big East player of the year. But it, it certainly feels like, okay, this is going to be the time when it, it really hits them. They're going to... They're going to be really missing uh, Gillespie here. I, I disagree with Ken Palm a little bit. Ken Palm has this number at four. I could see them covering even the seven and a half, Baylor. Oh, yeah. I, I think so, too. They're going to have a real difficult time here. What, Villanova shot something like 62% in the, I think, from the field overall in that game against North Texas. If they don't do that again, it's not going to yeah. be close in this one. So I would absolutely take Baylor here. What do you think, Eli? 
Yeah, we can come back with that on the on the other side too. But yeah, my initial quick thought is Baylor. And even though it's at seven and a half, yeah. even though this thing, the market's driving this up, Villanova's gotta play so ultra efficient and match mm-hmm. score for score with a Baylor team that can push the tempo and stretch the floor against a Villanova defense that is very susceptible to the three. That's Eli Herskovich with uh, Eli and Chris Ranji. I'm Joe Ostrowski. This is BetQL Daily. We're going over all of the Sweet 16 matchups. Six more to go. We'll do that coming up next. And in 20 minutes from now, Jay Billis will drop by as well. You're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.